0: Hi guys, welcome back to the uh 12th podcast of um ASU. I have to remember what number one again. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back to the 12th podcast. Um hope you guys are good. Again, thanks for the um engagement, especially after our our special and the uh on our event, which we're still buzzing about. Um but yeah, again, thanks for the engagement. Um follow us as usual on social media if you're not already, um Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to our newsletters on our website too. Um, Get more information about events that we're going to do and other information that's happening in the community. Um, But yeah, guys, welcome back. And today, we're going to be talking about a, uh, I'm going to say touchy subject, but we're going to be talking about sports betting and the phenomena and the craze that's uh, sweeping Africa at the moment. Um, I'm here again with Paul. Paul. Hey, guys. Hello. Um, So, yeah, we're going to chop it up and digest this as, as much as we can. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's just get straight into it. Um, obviously, from doing research on the topic, sport betting is, is a huge craze now. Um, so, for example, we take the three, what well, in my mapping, the three main territories mm-hmm. in that area. So, Kenya, South Africa, and Nigeria. Um, the estimated market value in just those three countries alone 37 billion dollars mm. and that's not to mention other countries such as Uganda Tanzania Congo Ghana yeah. that are involved too yeah but um, yeah, let me just you know set the scene and just give a bit of a overview on why this phenomena is about okay so obviously in the African continent is huge 54 countries and a lot of people live their daily salary is 1.9 dollars a day and so a lot of people don't have the means that maybe some of us do over here, like yeah. access to banking. So for example, today I went to my bank, updating my mobile banking. Easily we can do stuff like that. However, in Africa, not many people have those access to those services. And so a big movement or a big thing that the continent's working on, including the UN, is called financial inclusion. So trying to get a lot of these people who don't have access to banking services or financial services, getting them access to it. So a way that this has been done is through mobile phones and mobile technology. So there's been a huge increase in like, um, FinTech companies and startup companies which are doing really, really well and who found solutions to help, you know, um, processes and for people to have access to financial services and help with this whole financial inclusion. But, I'll say yeah, like a side effect or, yeah, is that the word? A side effect yeah. or, yeah, you know you know what I mean. Yeah. A side effect. A byproduct. Yeah, yeah, a byproduct of this has been an increase in sports betting where it's been so easy to make sports betting through mobile phones. These, mo- these betting operators, sorry, um, just partner with the most efficient and the fastest of these fintech organizations. Whoever can transfer payments quickest, that's who we work with. Yeah. And so solved the craze is easy coupled with the increase in internet penetration on the continent too so anyone with a phone the increased internet penetration means that it's easy to make a bet yeah, yeah. you can make a bet of one dollar and get and win like five hundred dollars like it's the ease of that is crazy Coupled with a market that's not too regulated, but I'm I'm, I'm getting I'm getting excited. I don't to, <laughs> I don't want to jump the gun, but we'll um, there, we'll but yeah, that's just like an overview of what's happening. Um, there are quite a few uh, betting companies too. I think maybe for us over here, the biggest one that's operating in Africa and overseas too is probably Sports Pesa.
1: Sports Pesa, yeah, I definitely um, agree.
0: Originated from Kenya. Yeah. I spoke to a lot of my Kenyan friends. They have um, contrasting views. Oh, really? and Sports pessa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, no one get excited. But yeah, they have a lot of contrasting views. So it's sport Pesa, there's like Bet Niger, there's Naira, there's a Naira. I forgot the name. Bear with me one second. I need to find it. It is Naira Bet. Naira Bet, yeah. And there's others from like different countries as well, from like Russia, uh, Eastern Europe, that and even Central Europe too, that are coming into the African market. Okay such as Betway, an English company. Yeah, yeah. Sport
1: but, um, PESA probably been the biggest. We've yeah, big seen time. it on Everton's shirt as well. Whole so. City, Southampton. Yeah, so they they got big exposure out here in Europe. Yeah, so yeah. those of us in Europe probably are are a little bit familiar, at least mm, with mm. Sport PESA. And
0: they have one of the biggest agencies too, um, CSM. Yeah. That look after their account over here. They also have a office in, in Liverpool, um, in England. But um, yeah, Paul, do you want to
1: give like a... Yeah, follow on from that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, gambling in Africa, sports betting in Africa is quite complex. As Gable mentioned, there's about 54 countries. Mm. I, I'm not even going to guess how many languages there are in nah. Africa. I don't have the stat. I'm sure someone does. Mm. But there's a lot of dialects, a lot of kind of cultural nuances between, even within the same countries. So... I know, for example, in Congo, there's about 212 dialects alone. So, you know, when we talk about online betting and gambling in Africa, it's very hard for us to talk about Africa as a whole. Um, What I will do maybe is try and break it down into regions. So we'll start at the top. So we have Morocco, Egypt, Libya. So we have our our North African countries. So, I mean, culturally speaking, these are Islamic countries um, where actually... Betting is prohibited, but you know, due to the uh, the colonisation of some of these countries and mm. Morocco in particular, it's kind of culturally accepted to to be able to bet. So you know, it's uh, it's not as perhaps strict as we we might imagine. Um, so in Morocco, for example, there's a few casinos. And there is access to sports betting, but however, this is usually only on big tournaments, so say the World Cup, okay. and you can only really bet on the national team, for example. So that's the kind of setup we have in Morocco, for example. East Africa is um, is a big market, as yeah. we'll discuss. Kenya in particular. Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, uh, it's, it's, uh, they're very big markets over mm-hmm. there. Um, again, Culturally speaking, they are actually uh, Islamic countries as well, um, with a heavy Islamic presence. However, betting is is very much accepted. We've uh, had the creation of Sport PESA over there. Um, And again, we'll touch on Kenya in particular a lot later in the podcast. Um, If we go to, say, South Africa and... um, we got to we go to the country south africa in particular south africa's uh, is it's an interesting one the history mm. there is is interesting as i say so for a long time uh, gambling and betting was just illegal um although the kind of the native people under under the british rule uh, gambling was was illegal but we had the natives who who would bet kind of on the black market or within themselves anyway um kind of once that was lifted once they were no longer un- under british rule um they decided to introduce uh, gambling uh, as a legal kind of leisure leisure product if you like so they have that there um it's highly regulated it's probably the most advanced yeah. african market in terms of uh, betting yeah. uh the interesting there i think is that actually in south africa all online betting is actually illegal Oh really? Yeah, online betting is actually illegal, except if you um, have a particular license, and it's only I think South South African um, companies. I I, want to say I'll clear that up later on in the podcast. So online gambling, for the most part, is illegal. Um, So
0: what you literally have to go to like a casino? Yeah, well,
1: actually, I think in Africa, um, I mean, in the betting space, is called retail. So retail is kind of when you go to to the book to the that's a physical store store. so that's still the leading kind of way people place bets Um, whether it be a casino or a sports book it's still the leading way Gabriel obviously spoke about the increase in in financial technology and the money markets the money mobile um, applications and solutions that we have but I think retail is still actually the number one Um, but yeah in South Africa that's definitely still still the number one and there is a you know there is a high huge interest in, in sports betting also finally um we have kind of like the west african region and again actually there is a there is a large islamic muslim presence in nigeria as well but um again it's very much accepted kind of betting in in these i don't know what's the word uh, the word to use it uh, less strict or uh, yeah, yeah slightly like, yeah we'll go with that less strict a bit, strict, more, lenient, a bit more lenient yeah <laughs> so i mean there is a an emerging market also in nigeria the same thing in ghana where perhaps there isn't as much um as much kind of a say a gambling culture in ghana but it's it's slowly mm. growing um i think ghana will well, that said, still one of the first to um have a a, a kind of a lottery board again, which is, which is, which is gambling. They were obviously the first African country to gain independence, I believe. So mm. that that played a big part in it. So um, so yeah, it's just good to get kind of get a background on kind of the regions. I know I've probably mentioned a few countries in particular there, but just a a general a general background. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you have you have kind of a the 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 other extreme. So in Sudan. Where say um, it's is a lot more strict. Betting and gambling is just prohibited. Full stop. Full stop. And if you are found to to be partaking in such activity, then there is a consequence. I think of I think lashes. So there, 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 there is a there is there is like I say. So it's a broad spectrum of. of it's all funny of, to of, see that, isn't it? Like the,
0: yeah. Yeah. How you know you can be neighboring countries, but yet your views can be so yeah, contrast yeah. whenever regarding
1: exactly and Exactly, and that's why when we talk about the african market in particular it's good to know your territory every yeah. territory is different so you know the same strategy you might use in Sudan, you probably wouldn't use that in kenya and you yeah. know whatever country it may be so yeah so yeah that's just a bit of a background
0: <laughs> why is i don't oh, well i explained at the beginning about you know the fintech and about financial inclusion but why do you think in certain territories there is more acceptance to it compared to compared to others? Is it is it maybe because of like influence from the western
1: yeah. Western world? Yeah, I I definitely see influence from from the Western world. I mean, gambling even here it's it's I mean here it's it's a massive mm. it's a massive uh, industry. Yeah. Um kind of the, the problems I guess that we will go on to talk about later in the podcast. They're actually prevalent here. Yeah, but for tell. the most part, it's it's a it's a huge industry, it's a huge opportunity yep. for people to to make money and yeah. that will always be attractive to to Asians, to Africans, yeah. to South Americans, mm. and so it's kind of a yeah. natural progression. Mm. So yeah, um,
0: let not they're not even be around the bush. So like with Sport Pesce, for example, um I've uh, I think I'm more familiar with what's been happening over there just because through reading and yeah. people at work at the agency. Yeah. Um, so they have a heavy heavy influence in, in Kenya yes they have sponsors with the league yeah football federation yeah um, yeah. yeah you can see my face I'm like <laughs> yeah, football federation as we mentioned at the beginning clubs in the Premier League um, clubs in Tanzania or Tanzania yeah, yeah, however yeah. you want to pronounce it um, but again let me go to it so with their like partnerships and sponsorship with yeah. these football federations, yeah. um, and in 2017, uh, the Kenyan government tried to increase, increase the tax. The tax. Yeah. I think originally <laughs> they wanted to tax 50. Yes. percent it got lowered to 35. Yeah, and then um, sport press said that they're not they're relinquishing all of that their partnership properties in, in yeah. football yeah. and sport in that country. Yeah. which is which was heavy. Yeah, um, I mean the impact would have been huge because they're also involved in uh, cricket, rugby, um,
1: kabaddi, which is a what, a local sport. It's right? a local sport, yeah. yeah.
0: So it was like, oh my god.
1: Yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah, now? you yeah. get
0: investment and they're threatened to pull out. So what's going to happen? Yeah, but like, that just leads me to think like where, where is, where is the balance of power or who held the balance of power? Easy question. Obviously, it's Sport right? right? Yeah, with all of that influence that they're having, but should it should it even be like that?
1: i mean what's the alternative <laughs> good question um don't know i don't know i mean that that is the, it's the that is kind of it's a, it's a double-edged sword because mm. you ethically and morally speaking perhaps these other companies aren't the greatest but when you see the effect yeah that they can have on local sports and local federations mm-hmm. you can't have both really can you yeah. so
0: and because they were doing like i mentioned they're doing great work like in the country in kenya yeah helping sports develop and things like that, which is good. But as you said, Paul, like a double-edged sword, isn't it? On the yeah. other hand, it's um, the uh, the effects, the, effects <laughs> that, the ripple effects that happen from that. Um, but yeah, in hindsight, still, the, the balance of power, but I guess in, in a commercial environment like that, yeah. maybe for a nation who's been seeking um, investment for a while, and especially in affiliation because you feel it's like one of your own, like from yeah. Kenya. Yeah. You may feel obliged um to do so. And as yeah, going back to what I was mentioning, you know, in the commercial environment, it's like you, you need you need that. Yeah. You need that. How else are you gonna generate generate money through it? Um but it is interesting though, like they're threatening to pull that to pull out, it was all chaos. Yeah. And now they're they're back in it. They've got their sponsorships back since the government, you know, I won't say gave in to them but Essentially, yeah, 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 they, yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, but yeah, how, how is how is governance? You know, like regulation and things like that, in terms of in terms of um, sports betting in certain territories in
1: Africa. I think is I think it's very tough to measure. I think the first the first step in kind of before we get to sports betting in general in Africa is just the gambling. So many yeah. countries. I think the first step is a, a national lottery board. So. That's where you know we obviously have the lottery here, whereby you know you participate and draw some numbers. Mm. Um, so that's kind of like the first step. I know in South Africa, for example, I think PwC did a they they do some work there. They got some data there, and they basically yeah. said I think ninety seven point something percent of the South African population take part in in, yeah. in, the, in, the, na- in the national lottery. So. And like we said, national, South Africa is one of the countries that is is, is highly regulated. So, <laughs> that's crazy. So, I mean, that's the first step: national lottery. You get that in, and then depending on this is a tough question actually, the governance. Dep-
0: mm-hmm. I mean. It is a tough question because you need some sort of you know regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, even going back to SportPesa, when when that um, that tax came in. Yeah, uh, I think the, the owner of sports business said it's not taxation that's needed, but it's regulation. You know, regulating the market better. But at the same time, you can maybe understand governance. Governance maybe putting in a high, <laughs> a high tax bracket yeah. because obviously yeah, it goes course. into their pocket.
1: But but it's got it has to stay attractive. Um, obviously, to yeah. the companies themselves, the, yeah, exactly. the the sports betting companies themselves. Exactly. Like, I mean. I think I, one thing I mentioned in, in the background that I was trying to give was, um, what was it? It was the South African online thing, whether they're allowed to gamble online. Mm. And, for example, South Africa has banned basically any foreign company from offering online services to its citizens, essentially. So that's a kind of a strong form mm. of regulation. Um, I'm not too sure what the consequence would be. For those, obviously, the... The, this, these days there's ways to get around kind of yeah. you know online betting in your own country mm. using vpn or whatever technology it is but i mean that's an example of, of, of governance from the south african government they seem to be fairly strict with it um and just from that i know neighboring countries such as botswana have decided to to follow suit and kind of follow the south africa model um, the other thing which we haven't mentioned is i think which I've read on, rather, is that a lot of African countries see having uh, this activity, say betting, in their countries as a massive tourist attraction. Yeah. Um, So whether it's casinos or sports betting, it's also seen as a a tourist attraction, which is another reason for why there's kind of a massive uptake in in betting and gambling in Mm -hmm. in Africa.
0: And I think... Another reason why... Obviously, sport betting is huge it's just because the passion yeah. you know and sports betting on the continent it doesn't discriminate people are betting <laughs> you know on european leagues they're betting on local leagues too uh football um basketball even uh cricket or rugby so it's uh and again as I mentioned at the beginning the increase in the internet penetration too it's uh it's something that people can access you know yeah. and we know how. How, how betting can occur it just gives a bit more, an edge or, or, or passion
1: to the sport. It makes the event more interesting, doesn't yeah, exactly. it? exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, for example, you could support, <laughs> and I'm saying this from an example from a friend, so you could support one team, for example, mm. but then betting another team. So if your team wins, you're good. Yeah. If your yeah. team wins, you make money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But now the passion on the, the content is huge, so it's growing. We all know that how Africans love um, international sport, International sport is broadcasted too um, within the continent. Um you can watch that on your super sport and even your free to air T V too. So the accessibility is there yeah. and the market is, is rife, especially with a young demographic who yeah. are tapping in and involved in that era of, you know, digitalisation and yeah as you are talking about all these startups and fintechs. So. I
1: think Africa as a continent has the youngest uh, population of, of all yeah, of the continents in the, the youngest, world. So it's it's, it's, it's a very ripe market and that's kind of half the problem mm. when it comes to sports betting in africa i think we'll yeah we'll touch on on the effects later
0: i think we will both jumping at the bit to get into the the next stage that we want to talk about which we will do we'll talk about the um one of the socio-economical effects that um sport betting ha- is having so we'll take a little break and then we'll be back in precisely 30 seconds or so <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Africa Sports Unified and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please do let us know your thoughts. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss or people you want to join us on a podcast, then we'll be keen to know more. Connect with us on social media, AS Unified across all platforms or simply leave a comment. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, Hopefully you weren't timing me. I think it was 30 seconds. No, I'm not sure. But welcome back. Um, So, yeah, social, economical um, effects of sports betting. Um, As I mentioned at the top of the podcast, um, the average wage in Africa is $1.9 a day. Um, And as Paul mentioned too, um, Africa is the youngest continent um, I think the average age is 19.4, 19.3 yeah. Yeah. Um, I think 60% of the population below the age of 25 and at the time of you know this fintech and what's it called, money Wait, what it was called, but anyway fintech and using mobile phones to transfer money and all that stuff the time was rife and the younger demographic understand it but at the same time this increase in sports betting surely must have an impact on you know the general well-being and the social mm-hmm. economic impacts of a nation yep um now paul i'll pitch just to you sports betting yes is it good or bad is, it, is there more positives or more negatives of it uh,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> i think first of all generally speaking is sports betting bad yes and no yeah like most things everything is good in moderation yeah. right so the problem is when we get on to things like addiction, um, yeah. which is a big problem in, in in I think Africa in general, Africa in general, but particularly East Africa. I think there's mm. a few case studies of of the con- of yeah we see the consequences of the addiction. Um, big time. Yeah, whether it's in the shape of kind of suicide or in the shape of unemployment, uh, you know, becoming hungry. I mean, the kind of the, the the reasons kind of are, what's the word? Which one comes first, the chicken or the, or the egg? Mm. So, for example, there's a mass unemployment problem in, in a lot of countries. And because people have instant access to bet where they think, you know, actually, I can I can probably make yeah. a quick, you know, a, a, a big profit very quickly. Mm-hmm. What little they have, they spend on the betting, and it kind of continues until they find themselves in an even worse position yep. than they were initially. So... Is sports betting good? I mean, if the idea of sports betting is that it's meant to be leisure, so entertainment, leisure, but when people, you know, think it's a way for them to to make a living, perhaps, or to yeah, to get out of a situation, that's when we we see the problems that, yeah. that it has. And
0: sadly, I think quite a lot of people um, think that this is a way for them yeah. to make a living. As yeah. you mentioned, unemployment's high. Um, it's really high, in especially in certain countries in in Africa, and so a lot of these young guys, get unemployment. They're just betting. Yeah. They yeah. take out loans to bet, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and just a vicious cycle just goes yeah. around and around and around. It's like, if they, of course, education's key. It is very important for them to understand. You know, maybe what they get themselves into, the effects of it. You know, just the downward spiral that it can have in certain circumstances. Um, and the flip side of things as well, they also hear stories of people who have made it big yeah, for of of yeah. win, and so you just have that hope. Like if my boy can do that, or then, if my girl can do that, yeah. then my but time's coming. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it's a similar problem we have here as well. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, in Africa, whereby perhaps we have people in slightly, you know, more desperate situations, let's say, then you know the the appeal is is bigger. Mm. So I've got I've got a stat here.
0: It says more than half of the people betting in Africa are 35 or below. Wow. And you consider the Africa's the youngest continent yeah. in the world. So, yeah. like I mentioned, sixty percent are below the age of 25. Um, so, more than half of the people that bet are below the age of 35. And 35% of young people are unemployed. So, you just think of like... In that vast,
1: yeah,
0: obviously it will differ from from country to country, but as a, as a content as a whole, thirty five percent of young people unemployed, yeah, and those those young people are just betting and just a downward yeah. cycle, and even for future generations to come, yeah. you know, yeah, it's uh, and then if you think about, we're talking about the tax, I mean, for example, the tax example that we gave was sport pesa, yeah, um, being taxed by the government.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know. In the long term, that could even be more of a burden on the government. The amount of people that are not not necessarily unemployed, but in such a bad like financial situation, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: I think um, I think a, a a question for for the African governments is how do they kind of st- stop the bleeding from this problem? How yeah. what are they going to do to try and stop or educate people? Yeah. yeah, from betting. I've heard things such as um, taxing the winnings. Um, which which might be a good idea. Yeah. Um, I know here, again, the appeal of kind of sports betting is that it's one of the ways that you don't... If you win, you don't pay tax, particularly over here. Mm. Um, again, I, I'm not sure what that rule is like across all African countries, but yeah. I assume it's a similar thing. That's where the appeal is. If you win 100, 100 US dollars, you're not paying a, a dollar of tax. So, mm. uh, again... What can we do to to kind of educate people or to deter people from from betting? Maybe a thirty percent tax. Yeah, Who definitely knows?
0: some sort of regulation is needed. Um yeah. could be a tax because even for example, like in on the continent, it's like on billboards. You know, yeah, like it's been gambling's been advertised on billboards. So you could be walking, driving, a young kid, yeah, could just be seeing them. Be like, okay, yeah, maybe go to his mom or dad's phone, yeah, using that. And
1: Whatever amount, bit, very yeah. I mean, that's the problem with it. is It's very much in, in our faces here in Africa. It's very uh, <laughs> money in Africa. Is mm. if you can get, if you can get, if you can make it quickly, why not? Who, to be honest, any money anywhere. Who doesn't yeah. want to make a, a quick buck? Yeah. So it's kind of educating people on that. Um, I mean, after reading a few case studies of of addicts in africa uh, a few of them have said they want more government funding for free counseling that's true yeah for free counseling centers i mean that that's also a very good a good suggestion mm. uh, i don't know how how governments would go about that
0: because yeah. i don't know especially if, if the market's not this i don't know guys if you do know please let us like write a comment let us know out on social media, but what is the regulation? If the markets are regulated, then how would you necessarily know? You know the people that are going through things. Um, one of the, just taking an example from over here, I think there's like a, um, not a watershed, but certain. Yeah, I think like advertisements on on um, on gambling.
1: Hmm. I think they're
0: only going to be short after a certain time now.
1: Well, I would hope
0: so. Yeah, they're only going to be short after a certain time, and it's similar to. I was going to say alcohol, but that's not true. But um, yeah, so for example, advertisements on gambling is only gonna be shown at a certain time now. It can only be shown for a certain period too during certain times, like a sporting event. Yeah. So it's not like general, yeah, you just, know, lifestyle yeah. while you're watching TV. So the things like that is regulated as well. And um, also that's regulated is you know how many like physical shops you can have, et cetera, et cetera. How much, how much people can even bet at, at a given time. Um, Yeah, there's just, there's so much scope, but it just needs to be, it just needs to be curbed, you know? Yeah. For sure. I think it's good that um, the financial inclusion is good, getting people having access to like banking facilities and stuff like that, but things need to happen just to regulate the market well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Or better, rather. It's interesting, I mean, because, I don't know, when you look at africa you have a lot of uh mm. countries that were colonized by by the by england by france where gambling is okay and then you you look at the us actually where online us the us doesn't have online gambling yeah, gambling no. is 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 strictly prohibited in, in yeah. most states over there so maybe i don't know maybe africa should take a mm. a page from from that from from their book and not online gamble but i think the the proceeds, the profit from this industry is at the same time really useful for yeah. for grassroots and for for local federations at all so it's a it's uh it's an interesting wisely, yeah. yeah i mean it'll be very interesting to know what you guys think on this on this subject perhaps we've you know we're always willing to, to we're trying to find out more so if you yeah, guys have any please. any knowledge in it let us know mm. let us on the mm. on the socials
0: and um i'm aware that we've um i mean and the flip side, people are actually involved, like, more of a commercial-looking things. As you mentioned, if used rightly, it's great for grassroots. Look at like yeah. Sports press. Look at what they're yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. They're doing a lot of grassroots. Um, they, I think they helped the national team come over to, I think this was back in 2007 or 2016. They helped the national team come over to, I think it was Hull City at the time, when the oh, sponsors... Really? Uh, training, top facilities and stuff like yeah. that, and that, all that stuff is, is brilliant. It's great, it's really good, um, and as I mentioned, grassroots way actually brings commercially um, tourism as well. Yeah, it just and it helps put a nation on a map. You know, it does change the uh, the narrative that something big, not just in Africa but on a global scale, can come out of Africa. You know, so in that sense, I guess it's uh, I guess it's a good thing, but everything in moderation
1: indeed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's
0: there's there's pros and cons and you just need to manage that well because sporting beyond sport can become a uh i mean sports betting beyond sport can become a uh a uh an, an issue a problem, yeah a problem or i think
1: issue. that there's a doctor in uh in tanzania who actually said um basically the effects of the sports betting is that we're getting a, a large amount of of manpower becoming useless mm. because they're, they're either kind of depressed, they can't do anything because they're addicted to sports betting. So it's something that has to be monitored very closely, otherwise, Africa could, could really suffer. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: guys, please do let us know your thoughts. Are um, we wrong? Are we right? Um, bring a different perspective on things. Um, people on the ground, is sports betting actually making a positive impact? Um, on sport and local community or is it having a um, uh, damn it I forgot the word a negative yeah is it having a negative (laughs) a negative um, effect on on things but please do um, let us know and get in touch with us but yeah guys thanks for your time Um, we appreciate it I hope you've uh, learned something from from today's podcast or getting an insight that you weren't aware about Um, yeah guys again Um, Engage with us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Um, leave a comment on those social handles, or even in the uh, comment section below if you're listening on um, iTunes or SoundCloud. Again, uh, please do give us a rating on both SoundCloud and iTunes. Of course we will love five stars, of course we will, but please yeah, just give us a a rating. Obviously the, the, the higher the better for us. Yeah, guys, thanks for your time. Until next time. Indeed. Take care and uh, thanks. Bye.